I love ice cream. And I feel awesome when I'm eating ice cream. I don't feel awesome after I've eaten too much ice cream. <laughs> so that's, we have to distinguish between things that make us feel awesome after and then things that make us feel awesome during it, but not so much awesome after. That is like super important. Yeah, major distinction there. Yes. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Stronger, Healthier, Happier podcast. We are very excited to have you with us and thrilled to have the opportunity to improve together. We believe that by paying close attention to our mindset, movement, sleep, stress, nutrition, and network, that we can create the life we were intended to live. Here is to a stronger, healthier, happier you. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Stronger, Healthier, Happier podcast. We are on episode 18 with Zach and Jen here. We originally had episode 18 going actually with one of our other coaches, Ronimal. It was a podcast that we had started this week and we ran into some technical glitches as we tried to run it through a Zoom call. So we are recovering quickly <laughs> and just coming at you with a Zach and Jen episode, but this is episode 18. We will have episode 19 out very shortly as we are meeting with Ronimal tomorrow. And in a backyard podcast extravaganza. Backyard podcast, physically distanced. Yeah, you got it. So um, yeah, welcome back everybody and thank you again for tuning in. Welcome back. We um, Today we recorded day 103 of Get Rocked at Home. So I think actually that means uh, this is day 22 of um, this Code Red round. But I think Zach was doing some math in his head and if we, if we hit, which we are likely to hit <laughs> day 122, um, it means that a third of this year we will have been doing Get Rocked at Home yeah, for a third crazy. of the year, which is actually pretty wild four months has been doing get rocked at home yeah. which means we are been sitting at home for a bit getting a little bit bored from time to time i think at even on the second closure week one was not too bad it reminds me of the scene of dumb and dumber where they they eat the really hot peppers <laughs> <laughs> and at first like hey this is not so bad and then uh yeah and then i feel like 10 seconds later, like, no, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we miss you guys. We miss everybody. I think, I, I think everybody's kind of in the same boat where, um, I'm sure we are all over this at this point. And I was actually driving home today, just thinking how much I would just like to give people hugs again. I, I think know. I used to hug people quite a bit. Like when you haven't seen, seen someone for a bit, yeah. like, these those days are or like just high five or handshake or yeah. anything. Yeah. I'm definitely in a non creepy way. I like physical contact <laughs> from appropriate people, physical appropriate contact. physical contact, <laughs> physical contact from <laughs> close Pete, like, you know, you and Paxton and, you know, I hug my parents, but I think even gym members like, yeah, I don't know. We're going to have to get, green bracelets or something so <laughs> when all this goes away or if you're a, a green for go you're on the if you're a hugger we are hugging yeah i think i um there was i don't know maybe it was two months ago now i don't remember but 
I just remember it was a day that again, you, you have these to-do lists and you don't get much done. And I, I just remember being very anxious at the end of the day and just a busy week. And Zach actually said to me that night, you know, just be grateful that we're going to work, be grateful, you know, like these, the to-do list doesn't really matter. Just be grateful that we're, we're working. And now I just feel like I often think of that because what I wouldn't do to have a, a day just jammed of coaching and us passing packs back and forth and, and wondering how things are going to get done. So it definitely in a good way really brings perspective. Um, yeah. I think, I think we're like, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I guess, I think you said to me that night, something about don't like, just enjoy the grind. Like, and I, we've listened to podcasts since that have s- kind of touched on that same topic. Just, enjoy the grind. It's a privilege to be in the grind of life and there's no finish line. This is just, this is it. So just enjoy it. And I'm excited to yeah. get back to it. I don't know if you guys read the rocker mindset or not. Um, a little newsletter that we, we started or I started, but I think, um, one of the last few ones it's titled, I think the good old days. And, and, uh, I think that was the one I got the most feedback on. It's probably one that I was most proud of when it was done just cause Again, not toot my own horn, but when I reread it, I said, "Hey, uh, this one's pretty good." And I'm 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 not a writer, and I'm not claiming to be like some awesome author or writer, but I just like to share my thoughts. And that was one I really like. So, if you get a chance, you could always go to our website, rockcommunityfitness.com, and click on newsletter, and you can go read the good old days. But um, it was all about kind of what Jen just said. That um, it's a quote from The Office. If anybody is. Um, a big fan of The Office, then we are probably pretty good friends because I love that show. But in the final episode, Andy Bernard says, I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days when you're actually in them. And that's kind of what that was all about. I think that, I mean, I even think right now we're we're on day 102, 103 uh, in Code Red. We're sitting home, but there's still going to be a day in the future where we're going to look back and be like, Man, those were the good old days. I would do anything to go back to just chilling at home and recording a podcast. Yeah, I mean, to put this into perspective, we have our amazing mulled wine. Zach's wearing his Chewbacca robe. The Christmas tree is up and the thousands of decorations are off, cleaned off the ground. So, I mean, things are pretty good. Yeah, it's such a mental game, I think, bouncing back and forth between this is the worst day of my life and then... I feel like an hour later, I'm like, no, this day is pretty good, actually. This is one of the best days ever. So I just sometimes feel like our emotions just kind of lead us astray sometimes. Um, I definitely had a grumpy day today, for sure. I was, uh, I feel like I was grumpy at the gym working. I was grumpy during our workout. And um, I'm not sure if it's the Chewbacca over the mulled wine, but um, yeah, today's not that bad of a day. <laughs> And if you guys are listening, that's that's awesome too. But I was just scrolling through my phone here. We uh, I was scrolling back to through our episodes. Episode number two was back March twentieth, where I think we had just closed. And that whole episode was um, the title of it is "Focus on What You Can Control, Stay Positive, and Things Could Always Be Worse." So I think right now I need to listen to that episode or <laughs> reread those. Um, yeah, I don't know. We're 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 in some tough times, everybody, and I think we all know that. Um, I like to be honest with everybody, too, because I think if I told you guys over and over and over again that we are just crushing life and this doesn't affect us at all, that would be, 
a giant lie. I, I think we we have a roller coaster of emotions as well, but I still try to come back to those three things, focus on what we can control. We work so hard to stay positive because we just know that once we start going down that negative track, it just doesn't make our days any better. And um, definitely things could, could always be worse. Um, yeah. So we are still doing good guys, but we can't wait to see all of your face again. Yeah, it was, um, I had the pleasure of, so one of our members actually finally convinced me, we've been Chamber of Commerce members for, I think, two years now, and I'd never really taken part in an, ev- in an event. I think I went to one, maybe, um, but then everything went online, and I, I kind of got cold feet again and, and just wasn't participating, but it was one of my goals this year to be an active member of the Chamber of Commerce, and so one of our members convinced us to do one of these first Friday coffees, um, which is really just a bunch of business people in Brandon getting online for a Zoom call at 9 a.m. in the morning. And so I had my last or my first one last month and I tuned in again uh, this morning at nine. And what a great way to just get some perspective, but also just realize again that you're a part of this much bigger community where everyone is having problems. There was some um, wonderful woman from the Samaritan house chatting about just how these, you know, requirements affected their ability to help people. And I thought, wow, you know, it's not just the business end of it, but actually they're the way that they are allowed to help people and how many people they can help is affected by these code red requirements. Like it's just a completely different perspective. So if you do have an opportunity to kind of put yourself into a different network for an hour or a minute or whatever you have, it was, it was awesome this morning and I'm so glad I took part. Yeah. And I think that will lead into my next point in that, um, our gym is closed and we've had so much support, but you know, we've had a couple, I don't know. I think this is just kind of wearing us down a little bit being in week three now or day 103 of, um, not being able to run our business. But, um, yeah, the truth is other businesses are struggling, not everybody, but a lot of them, um, are struggling a lot more than we are. And it kind of got put into perspective a bit. A, we have a business where, we rented out all of our, all of our equipment. Members were also so supportive that they were willing to pay their memberships or a portion of it while we were closed. Um, yeah, some businesses are not so lucky. So we actually started um, today. I made a post on Instagram. I hope you guys go check it out. What did I call it? The Brandon. I always got weird names for things, and I forget my own names. <laughs> we called it the the Brandon Business Boost. Um, and, and for this one, we were kind of focusing on H coffee, but H coffee is just an awesome local business here, um, in Brandon guys. And they are so new. They opened up in 2020. Yeah. In 2020. So they don't even have a full year, um, under their belt. So they actually don't receive some of the government help aid that's out there because they don't have a full year in the books. So even some of the help we've received throughout the year, they aren't able to qualify for. And kind of when I heard that, it just kind of rocked my world because it's really tough going as is. 
Yeah. And then when you get a bit of business. Yeah. And you get a bit of help and that's, you know, um, it's not enough to make this a great month, but it's definitely helps. But, um, I couldn't imagine how tough it would be without the kind of the support that we've received from our members, but also, um, yeah, receiving no support, um, or no financial aid from the government because you haven't been around long enough, just, you know, seems crazy. So, um, anyway, guys, if you check out the post on Instagram, um, it's got Olaf dancing around in front of a couple of gift cards, so you shouldn't miss it, but brand and business boost, but basically just go get a coffee, go get a drink from H coffee anytime from now until Christmas. Um, take a picture and text it to me. I put my number on the post or just tag us online, uh, Instagram in your stories or a post or Facebook, and you get a free entry into winning basically $50 in gift cards. You get $25 gift card to H coffee and a $25 gift card to any local business of your choice. So go get an awesome drink. I love their cappuccinos. So go get a cappuccino and then take a picture of yourself, take a selfie, tag us uh, or send it to me and you can get entered um, into this little draw that we're doing. And yeah, if you like their drinks, if you get 10 coffees, then you get 10 entries. So we're really trying to um, do our best here to yeah, just help other businesses that are we know that they're struggling a bit more than we are. Yeah. Um, and we also love coffee. So. All right, let's get into. Noon. We have one more like sort of negative update, but we're going to get through it quick and then we're going up, up, up from here. Yeah, we got, we got to give you all the updates. Um, um, good news, bad news. We got to deliver them. Yeah. So I think I don't even, I'm trying to think of when I went right before we closed. So it was. November 11th, I went for a frozen embryo transfer. I think everyone is pretty up to date on that. And um, as I'm sure you were all guessing, because you haven't heard any different, uh, we had another unsuccessful transfer. So another failed transfer. And, you know, I've been just chatting with some some girlfriends lately and uh, some family members. And, you know, on that that first day, and I'm sure so many people can relate when you have something negative happened to you on that first day that's it you just you feel like I'm done I want to pack it in I was just so upset and in fact I feel like I was angry this time I was just I was in a miserable mood and yeah sad and then I mean that was a Monday then Tuesday I felt you know 90% miserable but like 10% of me was maybe a little bit hopeful again and then by Wednesday, it was maybe 20% and 80% feeling sad. So it just, every single day that week until a week passed, and this, you know, past Monday would have been a week after we found out that it didn't work. Um, and I felt like I was back to just knowing that this is something that we wanted for our family and that we were going to continue to go forward. So just, if you have something negative, it's okay to be super negative. I was super upset, but then there's a little bit of light that creeps in that second day and that third day and that fourth day. And then, you know, hopefully that hope just kind of takes over again. And that's where we're at right now is we yeah, are hopeful for our last embryo and are going to chat with doctors next week and hopefully be able to get that rolling in the new year. Yeah. I was struggling a bit with this one too. I don't like bad news, but, uh, a good friend of ours had asked me, um, like, how are you doing Zach? And I, I knew that was a question directed at kind of 
what had happened and I also knew she was asking for real not just like asking so I'd say oh I'm I'm good thanks how are you but I kind of said uh yeah to be honest I'm struggling I'm struggling with how I should feel because I I said I feel um I feel sad but I should feel um I feel sad but I think I should just feel happy because my my life is really good and and I'm so grateful for um already having a daughter and we have Paxton and she is amazing and we just love her so much and everything is so good but I just said I'm 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 trying to feel so positive and grateful but I feel so sad at the same time and I'm kind of struggling fighting those two opposite emotions and she just gave me some really good advice that I thought just really made me feel better was actually just um, um, she said it's it's okay to feel grateful and grieve at the same time and I think that's just basically summed up how I've um, I think I felt in the last couple weeks just I've never stopped thinking about how lucky and grateful I am to have a daughter um, that is healthy and happy and just a ray of light every day in our life but um, yeah it also kind of sucks just getting I think kicked in the gut that hard because you're just um, you're just so hopeful that the next one will work or the next one will work so right now um, yeah we're doing good but um, you can be grateful and grieve at the same time I like that so that was kind of my shout out to that person I'm sure you know who you are Um, thank you for that advice because that did definitely help me out um was my classic segue um yeah (laughs) zach edits all of them out of the get rocked at home but if he didn't edit them you would hear that a lot (laughs) yeah we don't edit these podcasts a lot so the um yas are staying in there but we get the um yas out of the get rocked at home but yes um, so we are transitioning um to talk about our rocker bingo which I think in a way we can't even take credit for this. Actually. I think one of our coaches, Kelsey came up with this idea and a few of our coaches had great ideas for just while we were in lockdown, how we could just people, just get people connected and not only get them involved with get rocked at home, but just keep them on track. It's winter. It's dark. It's cold. Well, it's actually pretty warm for this time of year, but, and we came up with this rocker bingo idea and I think it's going awesome. I mean, I'm having fun kind of making a way through the through the squares. I'm a little bit surprised at some squares that I haven't checked off and maybe surprised at others that are checked off. I'm truth be told, Zach makes the bed in our household. And uh, I've been basically racing him to You've been stealing it from I, me. I yeah, can't I've get my racing make him the bed make square the bed going. <laughs> Every morning to try and get the square checked off. Yeah, so good job, Kelsey. Now Jen makes the bed, which is awesome. Um, yeah, no, it's perfect. We, I think it's just such a great thing at a great time. Uh, it's not a great time, but it's great timing because when we get such a giant curveball thrown at us where people kind of, I think, have lost a big part of their routine. And I think when we the gym gets closed down and we lose that big thing. I think that kind of keeps us on track. It's very easy to completely fall off the rails. So we really liked how this rocker bingo turned out because it's not all about 
crushing workouts. Um, we love exercise and we love working out, but there's just, there's 25 squares. There's kind of like 25 little things that you can do. You don't, you don't have to do all of them every day, but just 25 atomic habits, which might lead us into another talk, but just small positive habits that we can think about even, um, even if you don't incorporate them every day, but just thinking about them, like making the bed, that's always been, um, that's a huge one for me. I think, I don't know. I just think it's like, we've talked about this before, but it's a small, easy win. And I find the more small, easy wins you can get in your day, but especially in the morning starts to lead towards an awesome day. Um, and really that's all we're trying to do is make sure as many of our days as possible, we can have an awesome day where we feel like we did something productive and did something that made us happy. So if you are following along with the rocker bingo, that's awesome. If you're not, you should definitely email Jen at Jen at rockcommunityfitness.com or double end J E N N J E N N at rockedcommunityfitness.com or email Kelsey at admin at rockedcommunityfitness.com and they can send you a card and whether you, you know, if you, what, what was the, if you, if you get a blackout bingo, so if you can mm-hmm. get all 25 squares, squares dabbed, you, uh, $75 gift card to the local business of your choice. Yeah. And it's all on our system. So play by the rules, everybody. But, um, yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's, we talked about this before. One of the, um, things that we like is that it, it's not, so easy that you can just crush this thing in like a week, mm-hmm. but it's none of them are th- that crazy difficult. I think, um, what's one of the hardest ones? Maybe no screens for a 10 hour period. That might be one of the hardest ones, but that is a one and done. So you just have to, yeah. um, that's a big one from Dr. Chatterjee where he kind of believes in doing that like every Sunday. Yes. A screen free Sabbath. Sc- yeah. But lots of different ones going to bed before 10 PM eating five vegetables in a day. So just lots of, um, even that one, like I've, I've realized that now that we're into winter months, we we're not maybe eating as many salads. Like it's just, I don't know. We kind of transition into more root vegetables and baked things and stews. And, um, I think that one's I made don't us realize have as many, yeah. uh, as yeah, that has definitely made me realize that I need to up the veggie intake and just focus on it a little bit more. Yeah, but the whole point of this, guys, is that small, positive habits add up to big things. And we've been beating that horse to death for a long time now. Even when it comes to working out, the whole point of, we said this on the last podcast, the whole point of Get Rocked at Home is to make it fairly easy to do. I don't think the workouts are easy themselves, but the barriers we're trying to take down. So, most of these workouts we do, I think we do what we need to do before the workout so we don't get injured. But most of them, we're not doing a crazy warm up. We're basically, when you guys see us on the video, we're like semi warm and we kind of just slowly get into the workout. So we've kind of done get rocked at home so that you can get it done. They're all 20 minutes or less. So it, you know, if, if we made these big, long, hour long workouts with 
what we, you know, warm ups and cool downs, it, it'd be so, you know, oh, I don't have an hour or it's tough to get going. But these little habits that we've included in Rocker Bingo and the Get Rocked at Home workouts is all about not too easy, not too hard, kind of right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think with this time of year, some people are looking for, you know, towards January 1st and creating resolutions or maybe creating um, just some new things in the new year that that they'd like to work on. And I think that, you know, creating that kind of Goldilocks, like perfectly balanced um, habit or goal is super important. But also just that there are some on the sheet that are, they are easy. It's okay to set and not even it's okay. It's smart to set goals that are super achievable so that you achieve them and then you add on a little bit more and then you achieve them instead of going for these crazy outlandish change everything about yourself um yeah you you know goals that that require you to just put in so much effort because this is a true story that happened this week we went into the gym Pax was at daycare and I just had this surge of extra energy slash motivation I said to Zach you know maybe I should be doing some extra training right now you know, maybe I'd like to compete again since I'm not pregnant. Uh, it just felt like in that moment, I was ready to hit like a two hour session, just start, you know, like a training program. And literally the next day I could barely get through, get rocked at home. So it just shows that the motivation that you have on January 1st is not going to be there on the 6th. So we need to do things that are still going to be maintainable, manageable, and you can be successful with when that motivation leaves because it, it will leave. <laughs> Absolutely. You should have things, write them down somewhere. Um, but like small, easy wins, that's that's the point. You get these easy wins and you feel good that you've got them, but they are something. Mm-hmm. Don't write them off as not important. Um, going all in, like like Jen said, on on things that are, you know, did you mention the Goldilocks rule, right? Mm-hmm. The Goldilocks rule is not too easy, not too hard, just right. So something right in the middle is, is always the, usually the best bang for your buck. So, um, getting the get rocked at home workout done every day. And if your motivation is zero, which that was me today and you a few days ago, like sometimes we make a joke on it. Like we're at a zero out of 10 and it's start start the GD clock, just start the clock and I'll start moving. And then even on our days where we just, we, I think we give our best effort for what we had in that moment, far from a real best effort, but we always feel so much better when it's done yes. and it's still a check mark. It's, it's a win. Still a win. Yeah. And that's the point of, um, again, I'm looking at the rocker bingo, but go for a 20 minute walk. I mean, um, I have three dogs. We have three dogs. And we usually walk them. I mean, we're either going for one or two walks a day. And I just always feel amazing when, when that's done. Mm-hmm. That's like a win for my day. So um, actually one of the squares on Rocker Bingo, guys, is make a list of 10 things that make you feel awesome after you've done them. And that that's kind of what we're talking about here. I think, you know, make a real list or make a list in your head. But I think some creating some self-awareness on little things that you do i guess they could be big things but little things that you do that 
generally lead to a better day. Um, and I'm going to say um, this here is that it, it says here makes you feel awesome after you've done them. So I love ice cream and pizza. I love ice cream and I feel awesome when I'm eating ice cream. I don't feel awesome after I've eaten too much ice cream. So that's, we have to distinguish between things that make us feel awesome after and then things that make us feel awesome during it, but not so much awesome after. That is like super important. Yeah, major distinction there. Yes. So, and I love, yeah, I'm, I'm just like you guys. We, we're just, we are slowly trying to change our habits um, over time to lead a better life but I love watching movies and tv too and so when I sit on the couch and watch some tv I feel awesome and if I watch too much tv I don't feel so awesome so I always try to monitor that I'm very aware of if I plunk my butt on the couch for like three hours it it's usually just not the best feeling but if I kind of watch my my show if I don't know I keep it to around an hour it's I, I feel awesome or I enjoy it. And then after it's not so bad, but that awesome list guys, I actually think is really important. So, I mean, I, I would encourage you just to write some things down, 10 things that make you feel awesome after you've done them. And we're talking like little things yeah. in your day. It's just like, it brings you a, a small amount of joy. It's not major things that you need to book into your, your calendar. These are very small wins. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them you could, yeah. Very small. Um, a few on my list is walk the dogs. Every time I get the dogs out, even on, I remember last winter, it was like really cold and I was kind of grumpy and Jen just said, go walk the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like pouted. I'm like, okay. And then I came back. I'm like, thank you. I, I feel so much better. Um, yeah, I have make the bed on mine. I just um, text my brother. My brother lives in Germany. Every time I kind of connect with him, I feel better. Um, read. I try to like, I try to read like 10 minutes a day, nothing crazy, but on days that I read, I just, yeah, I feel better about it. So I think that's important to kind of start to look at these habits on rocker bingo, come up with your own, but, but create some awareness for yourself on, I guess the things that make you feel good after you've done them. Because again, there's a time where I would say, okay, do I want to go walk the dogs right now? Or do I want to go crush ice cream on the couch? And my brain is saying, go crush ice cream on the couch. That is awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, you're right, brain. And then I almost go, and then I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> that's a trick, right? If I go walk the dogs, I'm going to feel awesome after. So you want to feel awesome after you've done it. Yes. Um, I think we got the, I mean, there's a lot of books on habits we really like the book Atomic Habits and it is in our new Rocker library. So Rockers, when you get back to the gym, uh, we have that book there for you. But one of the quotes that he says in the book is that we all have dreams, but if you only do the work when it's convenient or exciting, then you'll never be consistent enough to achieve remarkable results. And that is just so true. It's that excitement wears off and it's it's always just these little things that we can keep doing successfully. So yeah, and I think we... Um, as we recorded a part of our podcast with Ronimal already, we were kind of chatting about that stuff, but 
I was also thinking about that today when people, yeah, generally start at our gym or any exercise program, it can be so exciting off the start. And what I try to really teach people is if you kind of fall in love with certain things, it doesn't lead to um, consistency in the long run. So sometimes people fall in love with, they really fall in love with PRs. Personal bests. Personal records. Yeah. PB, P, PBs is personal best. So PRs is, you know, personal records and people love hitting PRs, which is great. It kind of shows progress, but what you really need to love is just being there, just showing up. That's what you need to fall in love with. Showing up is super key because the excitement will eventually wear off. And sometimes we've been doing this for a long time. PRs are kind of uncontrollable. They sometimes show up once a month or once a year, once every few years. So if you're, if you know, if you're doing, I don't know, if you love to go mountain biking, but you only go mountain biking to like beat your time. Yeah. Beat your time or post awesome videos to get likes. Then, you know, what happens when people start, stop liking your videos, you really need to do those things because you enjoy showing up um, because sometimes boredom sets in and sometimes the excitement wears off. But if you truly enjoy it, you'll keep doing it. Yeah. Or if it makes you feel awesome when you finish, then you'll probably keep doing it. Yeah. Uh, We have one more little segment for you guys today with the holidays coming up. We're going to do a quick holiday Q&A with Z and J. And yeah, let's just jump right into these. You guys know, if you know me, I struggle with these rapid fire questions because I like to overthink everything. But so we are going. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) These are all holiday themed, everybody, just to get to know us a bit more. Yeah. And. For the record, just because it makes my brain feel better, these are not in stone. It's just <laughs> what comes to my brain. <laughs> these are in stone. I have a permanent marker out right now. Um, all right. First one, Jen, is favorite holiday movie. I think I have to go with the holiday. It's not a traditional Christmas movie, but I watch it every year and it kind of has Christmas in it. Who's in the holiday again? Um, Jack, Jack Black, Black. Cameron Diaz? Yes, exactly. Jack Black hooks up with Cameron Diaz or is it someone else okay he hooks up with uh what's the girl from Titanic I can't think Rose (laughs) Rose Dawson I think (laughs) yeah she survived but Uh, Jack went down I know her name but I can't (laughs) think of it uh Kate Kate Winslet yes yes um anyways you favorite movie favorite holiday movie by a landslide everybody if we were allowed, I would come over and watch it over and over and over again at your house. Home Alone. Home Alone is just so awesome. I love, <laughs> yeah, I love yeah, everything about Marv that movie. You make Marv jokes like kind of through the year. So that yeah. makes a lot of sense. I love Marv and Harry. And I was also saying, this is another topic I'd love to discuss with, uh, we're not going to discuss it during the podcast, but if anybody out there wants to discuss it with me. Home Alone, when did that come out? no idea okay but a while back my brother and i used to watch it as kids jen's gonna google it as i'm talking but basically they don't make kids movies like this anymore like the kids movies we used to watch back in the day i sound like super old right now but they were like 1990 1990 they're just so good for kids (laughs) and so good for adults 
um, because my dad liked Home Alone back then and we like it now. And I don't know kind of what has changed. I wish they could make kids movies like this again. Mm -hmm. I believe a quote in the movie is, I'm up here, your horse's ass. (laughs) (laughs) It's a kid's movie. And we were allowed to watch it. Wasn't a big deal. Um, Anyway, I love Home Alone. All right, question number two. Yeah, favorite treat. Jen, what is your favorite holiday treat? Definitely mulled wine. And side story on this one. We'll try not to side story on all of them. But if anyone has tried... I'm trying to look at the bottle. No, don't tell them because it sells out super quick. Yeah, okay. So is it called glue wine? (laughs) Yeah, it's... Yeah, they sell one kind. Yeah, yeah, there is a mulled wine that comes into the LCs. It's got to be in November at some point. And we completely forgot about it this year, and it sells out so fast. It well, was comple- gone completely before. forgot is not true because we were in there like November twenty fifth, so it was like a month out from Christmas, right? And it was already gone. So then we went on to the website. Anyways, long story short, my mom went to three different LCs in Winnipeg and has secured a number of bottles for us and we are pretty pumped about it. Where to go dab. We also got two bottles from a friend of a friend in I think Verdon or Nipah, I can't yeah. remember. Deb's not getting a lump of coal this year. <laughs> no. She definitely came through. Uh Zach's favorite holiday treat. Can we do ties? Um <laughs> it's your podcast. <laughs> it's my podcast. We're doing ties. Uh fruit cake and we had a friend drop off our fruit cake and ate that in a day that's not good don't drop off any more fruitcakes anybody because <laughs> i will eat them in a day and peanut butter squares peanut butter marshmallow squares are the yeah uh the bomb the bomb yes delicious favorite holiday tradition you go first i forget my answer well holiday i traditions. really really enjoy getting Christmas cards in the mail. There's just something about that envelope that it's just not a bill and it's not the paper. It, it brings me joy. And, um, I think they've gotten slightly out of control and I am totally part of the issue with the out of control Christmas cards. They always get me. Vistaprint gets me every year. They're mar- say, no, they're, yeah. this year I'm just going to buy cards in a box and send them out. I don't have to do these picture cards. And then they get me 60% off on Black Friday. The cards seem like they're just pennies each. Social dilemma, Jen. And then I go to checkout and the shipping is ridiculous. But I've spent four hours designing this card. So I end up getting it anyways. And every year, I think I say the same thing to Zach. This is ridiculous what I just spent on these Christmas cards. Anyways, I do love getting them. So thank you for everyone that drops them off. Yeah, I think Vistaprint and Michaels, Michaels. have the same marketing yeah. team. Somehow when you show up, just every, everything is always 80% off. <laughs> Buy three, get five free. I'm like, what is? <laughs> what do you actually pay for this stuff? How is everything on sale all the time? Uh, but then they get you and then they try to... Then they sell you a coffee mug and a mouse yeah. pad. And you're like, oh my goodness. But... Uh, yeah. Their, their deals sneaky. are hilarious. Sneaky, sneaky. Um, favorite tradition growing up was playing outdoor hockey. We would always go on Christmas Eve with cousins and play a hockey game on an outdoor rink in Brandon 
that was quite awesome. Um, I should reach out to my cousins and friends and get that going next year. Yes. Yeah, I'll get people back on that. We'll go play a... Because uh, usually on Christmas Eve, um, it wasn't too busy out there. So it was that was probably my favorite Christmas tradition growing up. So I need to recruit some some peeps to get that going again. Favorite Christmas present? Favorite Christmas present. You got, you got an answer? Well, I mean, think? again, just I'm trying to get better at just what pops into my head. And I don't know if it's because Paxton is now playing with it, but I mean, I think when I was a kid, the cabbage patch was just out of this world. And I mean, the years that I spent playing with my cabbage patch, ki- cabbage patch kids, honestly, like I Paxton plays with one of them right now. And it brings me so much joy to just have it around again. <laughs> so that it definitely, I don't, I can't even say which one of them is the best, but we'll just collectively say as a group, the cabbage patches are in your words, the bomb. Uh, back in the day, I got re- uh, my brother and I got regular PlayStation. That was, I think that was probably one of our greatest presents ever. We were so excited. I think my mom put it in a giant box. So we were trying to shake this giant box all the way to like Christmas Day. And there was like jingle <laughs> bells in there. And um, But it was a, uh, a regular, like the first PlayStation console. And uh, yeah, we absolutely loved it. Um, I also remember getting street hockey pads one year and they were like the best street hockey pads that I think were out and yeah we we played a lot of street hockey that year but those are the two that come to mind last one favorite Christmas song we we discuss I think there's two categories here I think there's like traditional Christmas carol and new age and new age okay traditional is White Christmas by the Drifters. Okay. Can I take that one? Sure. That one's also on Home Alone, everybody. Is that the... Okay. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, And what's your new age? New age is Chris Young, It Must Be Christmas. Because hmm. that is, I believe, an original by him. It's really good. I really like it. Chris Young, It Must Be Christmas. Pretty good Christmas tune. I am going New Age first, and I love the song um, Hallelujah, which I just had to Google because I couldn't remember the name of it. Uh, It is Carrie Underwood and John Legend, two heavy hitters. It is quite the song if you've never listened to it. And traditional... Side note, Jen gets a little bit too excited when John Legend comes over <laughs> yeah, John Legend is really up there for me. <laughs> <laughs> and traditional. Hmm. I think it's like, it's like the chestnut song, chestnuts roasting on open road. Yeah. yeah that's that, is I that think the that's chestnut song. Yeah. I, I enjoy that one. Good pick. A lot of Christmas carols going on here lately. Yeah. All right, guys. We got nothing left for you. That Get yourself is, some mulled wine from Winnipeg. It's gone yeah, and branded. Mulled wine or... Find a recipe. Yeah. I think we're going to still be closed for a few weeks. So of our 10 bottles, I think we're selling them for 500 bucks a piece. <laughs> if you want to 
<laughs> bottle of mulled wine. <laughs> I don't think we're done yet. Yeah, we're trying to uh, we play out these hypothetical games of okay, what happens if we don't get to reopen? But uh, so we're coming up with all these game plans and um, yeah, maybe selling mulled wine <laughs> might be a good way to make money. I started cutting my own hair again, which that is always a sign you've been in lockdown too long. <laughs> is when you start cutting your own hair. So maybe I'll be a, an underground barber or something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm done there. Are you done there? I'm good. All right, guys. Uh, stay awesome out there. Stay strong. Stay healthy. Stay happy. We'll be back soon, and we will get through that podcast with Coach Ronimal this time. And, yeah. You guys are going to love it. Have an awesome night, guys. See ya. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode. We really appreciate your support and hope to have you back again soon. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Ted Good Music and the band Heat, for allowing us to use their music. Until next time, let's keep rewriting our story and redefining who we are. Yes.